Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Billikens win! Billikens win! Once again, from the Stiefel Financial Sports Studio, Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to the show. 1147 Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. What a treat to be joined by Cody Schrader, the running back at the University of Missouri, is the SEC's leading rusher. 1,489 yards on the ground. He is 115 yards away from the all-time single-season mark held by Tyler Beatty, and there's still a game left on the schedule. We'll find out about that on December 3rd when they announce the Bulls. They're also going to be having uh, Eli Drinkwitz on this very show that day. The head coach of the Missouri Tigers will be with us. But this week, it's Cody Schrader. Cody, it is great to have you on KMOX. How are you doing? I'm doing well, yeah. Thank you uh, so much for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure. First of all, we are blasting this signal all throughout St. Louis. So if they're not listening now, we'll make sure that they go back and listen to it because I know you have a lot of family and friends throughout this town. Very proud of you. When you think of St. Louis, what do you think about? Yeah, I just think of home, you know, and I've been very blessed to stay, you know, in the state of Missouri. You know, I got to go to Truman State, which, you know, is close to home. And then I got to go play for Mizzou this for my final two years. And um, just when I look back to St. Louis, man, I think of home and just thankful for the opportunity and thankful for the support of the fans that we have in St. Louis. When you played at Lutheran South, you I've seen video of you because uh, people shared it with me that you were adopting that running style then. You were hard to bring down. People knew you were going to be successful some way, somehow. How did you develop that style of running, and when did you know that you could be a successful running back? Yeah, you know, I didn't pl- uh, start playing football till eighth grade, and um, I got to run the football, and I just kind of always kind of had that running style. I was, you know, I was always a bigger kid, and um, I was never, you know, the shifty guy. It was more just the one cut, get downhill, and um, find the end zone and sprint as fast as you can to it. So I've kind of always had that running style. Um, as I kind of look back of, you know, my career when I was a kid and um, when, you know, then when I got to high school and at Truman and now at Mizzou, it's always kind of been something um, that I had and I knew power and um, just running downhill, getting north and south was a strength of mine. So I really just kind of bought into that and kind of developed my training around that as well. Tell me about the experience at Truman, knowing now that you're going to be carrying the ball there and what that was like for you after your high school days at Lutheran South. Yeah, I think it was awesome. Um, I think it was a great place to grow up. Um, as you know, it was a small town filled with really good people and kind people. Uh, I think Coach Nez was a huge mentor in my life, especially um, developing me as a football player, whether that was pass protection, whether that was just learning the game of football. Um, you know, I made some amazing friends, um, had great four roommates, and, you know, still friends with them to the day. So I think it was just an awesome opportunity to grow up, kind of mature into a man, and then when I was ready to transfer, you know, I was able to do so. But, yeah, I love that town, love everybody that's a part of it, and definitely will call that home 
um, just as much as I call Mizzou home. From your perspective, if you could, your transfer to Missouri, how that developed and what that was like for you. Yeah, so, you know, I ended up having a really good year at Truman my last year there. And, you know, I just kind of was sitting on the couch one day and then, you know, really started doing research on the transfer portal. And I heard that, you know, you could enter it at any time. And then if you didn't even find a school that, you know, maybe you didn't want to go to or you didn't think was, you know, what you wanted, um, that you could still go back to your previous school. So I kind of always had that in mind. And, um, you know, then I just made the decision with my dad to enter the portal um, and then, you know, nothing really came out of it. You know, I was, I was, I was expecting to maybe have some bigger division one schools. Maybe, you know, they saw that I could produce and that I've matured and, you know, had some good film, uh, but no really big schools, you know, kind of came after me and, you know, kind of disappointed and, you know, kind of look, sitting there looking at my dad was like, you know, this isn't what I expected. I thought, uh, you know, maybe some bigger schools, you know, would come out and offer me. And then, um, Mizzou ended up having a walk-on opportunity. You know, they had some running backs leave. You know, Tyler Beatty, that was his last season. They had another kid named Dawson Downey um, that was there. So, you know, they had a spot um, to bring me in. And, you know, when they said that they had a walk-on opportunity, I didn't talk to Coach Drink. I didn't talk to the running back coach. I didn't talk to anybody. Um, I just felt that, you know, in my heart, it was the right move at the right time. Wow. What a cool thing. So, because, I mean, those of us used to fling the football around in the yard, dreamed of wearing, you know, the black and gold, and then here you are. So, how did they welcome you in? Was it hard at first? I mean, did they say, all right, Schrader, there's your locker, you know, good luck? Or, or was there a good support for you early on? Uh, yeah, they were extremely kind to me. Um, you know, they, they, I could tell they didn't know who I was, um, you know, and they weren't expecting me. You know, I don't even think Coach Loop knew I was coming. And, you know, I think he said before he never watched tape, of, you know, to see if I could be a productive running back or if I could help the team. You know, I was just kind of a guy that was walking on. Um, but, you know, the team kind of embraced me right away. And I think that was the super cool part about it. And that's why I felt it was the right decision at that moment, just because even during winter workouts and spring football and stuff like that, you know, started making friends, starting to kind of prove myself in the, you know, in the workouts and try to develop as a leader as early as I could. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely um, not as, you know, as, you know, if I was a scholarship guy, I still had to work my way up from the very bottom and had to prove myself and build that trust and respect, but I wouldn't have it uh, any other way because uh, then, you know, then I was voted team captain this year. And I think um, me starting as a, out as a walk-on really proved to my teammates, um, you know, who I was and, you know, the person that I am. That's a really good point. This is Cody Schrader, the Mizzou running back with us on KMOX. I took my daughter to the Memphis game at the Dome, and then my wife and daughter went to the Tennessee game. But I want to touch on Memphis first, because that was the one where I got to see you run it in person. And your style of running, as you just mentioned, downhill, um, you're, you're dishing out punishment at the end. That, that was my take on you also, was your speed getting through the hole. Um, but was there a little extra in you because you were in St. Louis? What was that experience like playing at the Dome? Yeah, you know, it was an awesome experience. Definitely a little extra in me. Um, it didn't start off, you know, great for me. I think the second drive I fumbled in our mm-hmm. own, um, you know, own territory and, you know, set up Memphis to end up scoring two plays later. Um, so I faced a little adversity in the beginning, you know, and, and during that game I can just remember just kind of talking to myself as like, this is your only opportunity to prove yourself to St. Louis. And like, this can't be 
how they remember you. So definitely coming out of halftime, I was more really fired up. And, you know, I had a pretty good second half and ended up, you know, playing pretty well and we won the game. But um, just to play in St. Louis and play in front of my family and friends and not just for me, but everybody, um, you know, a lot of people on offense particularly are, you know, from St. Louis. So it definitely meant a lot to us. And you could tell everyone really wanted to play well and, you know, give it their all because they wanted to make sure everybody's families were proud of, um, you know, us and as a team. And uh, we know that, you know, getting a fan base in St. Louis is going to be huge for Mizzou. So we know we had to put on a good show. And, you know, I think we just did just that. You had some, you beat Vanderbilt and you had some big runs against LSU in a wild game that you all ended up losing. You came right back at Kentucky and won a tough one on the road. The South Carolina game at home was a good one for you, 159 yards on the ground. Uh, the Georgia game, of course, where you're in the national spotlight and playing the number one team in the nation. But I'm going to go back to this Tennessee game and the sight of seeing you, first of all, as the first SEC player uh, ever to have 200 yards on the ground and 100-plus through the air, but to see you lifted in the air by your teammates and that whole feeling after a dominant win over a known SEC commodity like Tennessee had to have been a dream come true. Yeah, it definitely was. And I think that's what the game of football is all about. It's about the team. It's about the brotherhood. It's about the guys that you go to work with every day. Cause you, you know, it's a true family because you spend every single day together, right. And there's ups and downs and, um, you know, during that game, being able to get lifted up by my teammates and just seeing the love and appreciation that they had for me was something that was extremely special. And, you know, that's why I love the game of football, you know, because you get moments like that that you're going to remember forever um, with your teammates. And that's what's really uh, what really matters. It's not about the wins and losses because, you know, they come. Um, it's about the brotherhood and the bonds that you create because that's going to last, you know, a very long time. And I know when we come back in five, ten years, um, we'll remember these games and remember this this season because it's definitely one for all of us to remember. You ran for 148 against Florida, 217 against Arkansas, and this is the final thing for you is that after that game, uh, Eli Drinkowitz jumped into that post game and said, right here, this guy, Heisman candidate. Why aren't we talking more about him as a Heisman candidate? What was your feeling? I saw you glance over at him a couple of times. What was your feeling uh, at that moment from your coach? Yeah, you know, definitely didn't expect him to, you know, say that, but definitely grateful and honored just for him to think of me at that caliber of a player. And um, like I said, I, I've never been big in the individual accolades. And, um, you know, I'm more worried about our offensive line winning the Joe Moore Award and, uh, you know, other players, you know, getting um, awards that they deserve of. And, you know, it's a, an honor to always be even in the discussion of a Heisman um, candidate or, you know, whatever happens or having your own coach and players and teammates believe in you that you're that type of player. And, you know, I think that just meant a, a lot to me because I know how much work I've put into this and to be able to even have a, you know, an SEC head coach, I have that type of belief in me is uh, extremely special. Cody, thank you for the time. Appreciate it. Good luck in your next matchup, whoever you may play. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Cody Schrader with us on KMOX. Thanks for joining us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.